welcome back, guys. Um, serious business podcast over here. The boy Jordan Ananiades, aka Prince Charming. What's up, guys? So um, before we start, uh, we just like to, to give a special thanks to Sherbatov Gyms for allowing us to uh, obviously record our uh, second episode of the podcast in this beautiful gym. You know, a nice cage over here that they have going. Um, don't be afraid to check themselves out. To check them out, you know they have uh, they offer privates, they offer uh, group uh, lessons. You know they have two locations: one here in Chamonix Laval and one in Montreal. So check them out on IG, and uh, you know let's get right into it. Yeah, me and Tom actually just to add on that. Me and Tom personally trained here with Jordan. He trained us in the summer, and he killed me. Man, that was the nicest shape I was in my life. It's the nicest shape I've ever got into in my life. Tom could agree with that. Now Tom still goes. Yeah, I'm still Tom here. Tom still goes. Like, me, like I stopped. said. Uh, We've been here since the summer, you know. It's it's probably it's gonna be about uh, be eight months, you know. A year, a year, a few months, gonna be a year. No, but I love it. I love it honestly. Good. Uh, I'm in the best shape, probably one of the best shapes I've been in my life, you know. And uh, you know, I'm I'm working out, but at the same time, I'm learning something, you know. Whether I'm learning how to defend myself with boxing, whether I'm learning how to defend myself doing jujitsu, jujitsu, jujitsu. Fucking, I always have a problem. It's a hard word. It's a hard word. <laughs> uh, BJJ, we we'll say BJJ. <laughs> Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But uh, yeah, you know, so you're getting a workout and you're learning how to defend yourself. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful sport. And all that while having fun too, right? Because you're learning a bunch of new stuff. So of course. there's always something to learn when you're in martial arts, any type of art, any type of sport. There's always something to learn, right? You never, you never stop. There's always new stuff coming around in the game. And uh, yeah, of course, it's always evolving. Especially nowadays with the MMA, one of the fastest growing sport in the world, with the UFC and everything now, uh, it's uh, oh yeah, UFC is growing at an incredible pace, you know. But I think five, ten years ago, you know, we wouldn't even be talking about UFC. But like now, even though I'm I'm really into it now, but even our friends, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get together, watch a UFC event, you know, yeah. and uh, it's really it's a really good thing for the sport, you know. Just MMA Awareness. in general, it's it it became something mainstream. Like, I remember a few years ago when I was talking with friends and everything like that at school, asking, oh, yeah, what sport do you do? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, at one point, one of my teachers, I think, asked me, uh, oh, yeah, what sport do you do? I told him I do MMA. He's like, what's that? Oh, wow. I'm man. like, I had to precise the UFC. But now, and you understand, I'd say UFC, George St. Pierre. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. So, but now it evolved so much, it became such a big company and a big name for the sport that they understand the word MMA now. So it, it's it's cool. It's amazing how, how fast this sport has grown. Oh, it's very good. And, uh, and, uh, it's good. The, the fact, I know you've been doing it for a while, so maybe maybe talk a bit about that, uh, okay. how long you've been doing it, you know? I know you're, you, have a, you have a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, so okay. uh, I've been doing MMA for eight years. Um, in October, it's going to be nine. I've been here all eight years. Um, in my opinion, I find that when you start somewhere, you finish there. They forged me, they brought me, they basically created me in a sense. Um, so every time I step into a cage or a ring or even on the mat to train, I represent Shribatov MMA, I represent Yanni, I represent Boris, uh, I represent the Shribatov name. It's, uh, and I love it. Um, in my opinion, you start somewhere, I don't like bouncing around everything. It's, you have a structure, you stick to your structure, and uh, yeah. So I've been doing this for eight years. Um, I'm a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I have done um, a, a few competitions in Jiu-Jitsu. I have uh, a gold medal and a silver medal. 
I have a bronze medal in the boxing competition as well. Um, so yeah. So he's uh, he's, um, he's quite credible. He's quite uh, credible. He's quite credible. He's and quite I, credible as and a I think if it wasn't because of COVID, you know, he'd be he'd have yeah. If it wasn't a better record, COVID, I'd be. You know, COVID really two years ago when COVID started and everything, everything got shut down for the first time. I was fighting on the Friday. On the Thursday night, I found out that I wasn't fighting. So it it's it's a situation where we're in a pandemic. You know, you can't do. Of course, you're frustrated, but you can't do anything about it. It's government rules. They say uh, they make up the rules, so we have to follow. But it it didn't stop me from training. Honestly, I see it as a sign, the fact that uh, I couldn't train. Uh, couldn't train maybe would have meant that I wasn't ready to step into a ring. Okay. Um, it was a boxing fight. I believe in that. It was okay. a boxing fight because uh, I found that I'd be more ready for a boxing fight than an MMA fight. I'd have a better experience. So I find that everything has a like. There's always a sign. If ever you can step into the octagon, you miss weight, let's say, or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. You get a flat reason, tire right? on the way to yeah. the gym. Everything happens for a reason. Everything right? happens for a reason, exactly. Dude, it's so, a superstition. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe, God forbid, I would have got injured. Um, I would have lost. Either way, everything has a meaning to it. And I'm grateful for it. I had more time to train, more time to prepare. And I'm a better fighter because of it. Uh, I'm more of a structure. I grew up. Um, from the ages, from having my first fight was supposed to be at the age of 16 years old to having it at 18, at, uh, at 18 years old, there's a big gap in maturity and difference and structure and of, of course. course in core strength because you know you have your mind strength and when you're a kid, teenager, you don't have your full strength. It's all about the mental and physical preparation. Yeah, you're more mature and uh, now you're ready, you know, you're exactly. ready. Hopefully now... Uh, you're going to be able to fight more, you know, COVID yeah. uh, restrictions are loosening up uh, yep. in the province of Quebec. Good news for that, actually. I uh, might even be, I, there's some competitions opening up at the end of March, and I'm most probably going to be jumping into one of those in a boxing fight. Yes. Dans les alentours de Montréal, so around the, around the Montreal area. So, we're, we're, there. we're gonna come watch you. For sure. Have to, Hopefully. Have no, to, I've been waiting, man. I've been waiting. To get back on what you said before about the trainers forging you and creating you, they created a weapon, man. Figuring you're in a UFC fighter and you're training for years and it's a fight, bro. You're a, you're a fuck. You're a, you're, a, you're, a weapon, you're dangerous bro. on the streets, you know. Just fighting, you know. Nowadays, whatever people have knives and, and guns, but but on, on a like a, a one one v one fight, you know, a fighter, you know. These UFC guys are uh, these MMA guys are are dangerous. Dangerous. Let me uh, hop in on that. Um, for example, at school or anything, or even in the street, the moment you learn how to defend yourself how like let's say you start doing boxing taekwondo anything you understand that the martial arts are a dangerous thing and you could actually release really, really hurt someone and you always try to stay away from it and it's true i learned it firsthand i started doing mma and i was like oh like i learned an arm bar for the first time i learned how to kick for the first time correctly and i was like oh okay oh, i could really send someone I, to the hospital I, I you know? really hurt yeah. someone yeah. so every time you someone like tries to fight you or anything, you always say back because you understand what to do. You know of what course. to do. You could really hurt someone. You could take that on both sides. You stay back because you know you could hurt someone. Exactly. But other people don't know who you are. They exactly. see you quiet, like quiet kid, good kid, good family. Mm -hmm. You're not cocky. You're not, exactly. You don't walk up there. They don't know you're a fucking weapon. Exactly. It's, you could come and you can, <laughs> you can send them to the hospital in five minutes. It's, 
it's crazy. It's it's the moment you start doing martial arts, especially competitively, the moment you start doing competition, you see a completely different side of how you react around people in an aggressive situation. You're always calm, not always calm, but like mostly calm and you observe the situation better, of course, because you understand the consequences of... Uh, no, of course, you try and, and everything, so, yeah. try and de-escalate the situation exactly, before it gets exactly. out of hands because you know how out, out of hands it could get, you mm -hmm. know? And so. I think if I'm not mistaken, legally, if you get into a fight and outside, of your, outside of your establishment or outside of a tournament, you're technically more at, you get charged harder yeah, than someone that just I've gets into a street. It could happen, but it's a bit of a myth. I don't know the whole story about it. it yeah, but I, think it, I think it's, I don't know, even know if it's a myth, but I've heard like... But most of the time when you start yeah. martial arts, you always stay away from it. And okay. I suggest people watching uh, the podcast, please take my word for it. Do not get into fights outside. It's useless. You're going to be involved with the law. And it's just a whole situation that's just going to ruin everything. Oh, it ruins your, your record. It ruins your name. It, it ruins your name for, I don't know, X, Z, and Y, uh, X, Y, and Z reasons. <laughs> just just don't do it. Stick away from it. If ever you want to fight, come to a gym. Come to a martial arts gym. If ever you have anger that you want to release, you know. Exactly. <laughs> release if it on the bike. If you want to defend yourself, come to a martial arts gym. I, of course, Shabatov is... My home, I highly suggest for you to, uh, if you guys are interested, highly suggest you guys to come and try it out. The first group class is free, so uh, we have a wide variety of group classes as uh, MMA, boxing, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And also, if you're more into the, I want to learn how to defend myself, I want to have more cardio, let's say, for like to, have, to break more sweat. Then we have we offer power kickboxing, power boxing, and a total body workout. So, no, and these guys they know what they're doing. I, I train here. Obviously, I'm gonna say that, but you know, uh, Yoni has that experience, right? You know, of in in the octagon, in uh, in boxing. Of course, man. So it's really number one in Canada, undefeated in boxing. It's uh, he has a big name. Yoni Shirvatov is a big name. Of course, and I am, let's uh, say just looking at his social media accounts, I think he has about. About, uh, Around 15,000 followers, 15, followers on Insta, you know. Uh, I'm a big fighter. Name. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a big name, name and I am more, 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 more than grateful to be a part of this team and to be a part of the coaching staff on top of it because it's a big confidence for someone to yeah, let a, you're part of the another family, person, you know? a person of my age on top of it, I start uh, to be a coach. To be a coach, exactly, to train people. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'm grateful. I'm more than grateful for it. Sure. Yeah. Since you uh, you're speaking about the, uh, the MMA, like bring us on a more technical side. What are the arts included in MMA? So mixed martial. So MMA it stands for mixed martial arts. And what do so, you specify? And let me show. And what do you specify? And like what are your main arts? I'm right now. I'm more of a boxer. I really like my hands. I like punching. Um. My, for me, my best style is my boxing. Um, as I said, I'm someone who likes to use my hands, but if I have to go on the floor, I am more than capable of, uh, of doing it to my level right now. If I step in professionally, it's going to be very hard, but, uh, right now I think I'm capable of doing uh, a good job on the ground. I'm a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, as I said before. Um, so yeah, I'm more than capable to defend takedowns to if ever I have to have a submission. Uh, I could take it. If I have to defend a submission, 
I can do it if I have to get back on my feet. I'm more than capable of doing it. At, in the amateur circuit, of course. Of course. At the beginning amateur circuit, because I can't just go challenge a champion right now and say, yeah, I want to fight you and I'm going to submit you. That's not how it works. So walk us through the process also, since you're saying that, the process of moving up in this sport, <laughs> yeah, especially in Canada, let's say. Of course. Say. So basically, anywhere you go, you're not going to start right away as a professional and an amateur, right? So you're going to start by training. And you're going to start by doing the classes, see if you like it, first of all, because it's not just about physical preparation, it's also about mental preparation. The mental game is the hardest part about uh, stepping in a ring or in a octagon. It's, uh, it's hard on the mental, because deep down you're like up, you have your ego about, yeah, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to beat this guy up, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to kill this guy. But... Deep down, it's it's not that at all. You have your thoughts that are saying, what if I lose? Yeah. I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose, na, 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 na. All these stuff in your mind that just brings you down and down and down, and some of them crumble. And you see it uh, while you watch UFC. Uh, one of the best ones at making people crumble, Conor McGregor, one of the best ones at doing that. But people saw his game and... And adjusted. And adjusted right now. Conor McGregor is in a hard position. Yeah. Um, will he bounce back? I hope so for him. He brought a lot of names to the sport. He brought a big, oh, big deal to the sport. He revolutionized the sport, I think. I think personally. Exactly. Yeah. He, he brought the sport up. He brought a lot of young kids. He, he made kids idolize him, which is, I find, perfect. Because it brings more people to the sport. It brings more people to the sport. It brings yeah. more people to the sport that I love, the stuff that I do. And, you know, everything. So, yeah. So, talking about back, about uh, the process. Sorry uh, about going a bit... Uh, a off track. Yeah, off right. track there. Um, there's so much to talk about in, uh, in martial arts. Even sports in general. If you talk about football or anything, there's always something to talk about. So, the preparation basically is... for You guys don't know for a fight or just... Well, let's say, let's say now you have your fight, right, in March. You have a... What I always find interesting about fights and fighters is their camp, you know, they're, they're, is it three to four months, you know? It depends. It depends, depends fighter by fighter, but the camp, the, the hard work, the dedication, the effort, the waking up early, the training, this many times a week, you know, before a fight, you know? How, how do you get prepared for a fight? So basically right now, I'm in a not pretty hard situation. I'm 19 years old, so I, I'm in school as most 19 year olds and uh, most early adults are in school right as of me right now. So I'm at school Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., which is hard. Which I'm is not in college where I can have two days off and I can come train in the morning. Yeah, this I five times a week. So it's five times a week, uh, eight to three nonstop for a year and a half. So around 16 months. Um, two weeks off winter, two weeks off summer, that's all I get. And a few pet days here and there. So how do I find the time to train? It's all about preparation and having a plan. And once again, Yanni and Boris, and even my other coach, Sylvain, um, it's all about preparation. And I find that over here, we have such an amazing structure that it brings us to less stress when your preparation, in your preparation. So I finish school and I come here right away to do conditioning training. So okay. I do conditioning three times a week, three, four times a week. And I have striking the rest of the days. I take one day off for myself so I can, you know, recover. Yeah. From, I'm not going to be over-exhausted. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
So sometimes I take two days off uh, just in case I let's say there's one week that I have a uh, too many stuff to do and everything like that. I'm just exhausted. But I have uh, most of the time it's conditioning two times a week. So uh, in terms of cardio and uh, weightlifting, okay. not really hype, uh, like the gain muscle, which like is huge, but endurance. endurance so okay. let's say after muscle push, endurance, exactly yeah. muscle, muscle endurance. endurance yeah. So of course there's the bulking in there as well because you want to be strong. But yeah, you want to be strong, but exactly. a lot of these guys you see on TV, you know, uh, the, the the bigger fighters, you know, I look at Cambosis, you know, he's a crazy fighter, yeah, he's, boxing, he's, tiny. he's a crazy boxer, but he's not, he's not yeah, huge, he's ginormous, had, but that he's guy will... He's 35 pounds, so yeah. it's, it's all about that, so you also have the diet in there, you have to eat well, um, the dieting is, it sucks, <laughs> it's horrible, because let's say you got with your friends, I even did it with you yeah, guys I remember. in the summer, yeah. I was preparing for a fight in October, and the... Uh, Sadly, the guy pulled out. He got injured a week before the fight. Um, I hope the guy's okay. Um, I don't like. I don't wish anything bad to my opponents. So, because you know we're all in the same, we're all in the same pool here. We all want to make it. And injuries destroy fighters. That's what makes them retire at such a young age as well. So, um, the dieting part—it's you have to have a structure, man. You have to be mentally. There, you can't just like you have your friend eating a nice juicy burger in front of you. It's that, it's all about the mental, sure. in my yeah, opinion. It's hard, During yeah, that training camp, you have the physical preparation, uh, striking, grappling, uh, conditioning, all that. But there's also the mental part of can I make this weight? Can I train? Am I able to do those nine sprints? Am I able to do those four sets of squats? Those four sets of lunges? This circuit here. This circuit there, that's so it's all in the mental. Yeah, that's I think with with any sports, it's all in the exactly. mental. Exactly, you know, it's, it's, it's that's all the most about important what happens part. in here. Yeah. Sure. it's in here, in here, because everyone's capable. If if you make a monkey do, if you tell a monkey do that, it's gonna do it. You know, if you tell a, a child uh, to do a, a front roll, if you show it how to do it, it's gonna do it, right? So, everything happens in your head. It's like when you're when you're, I don't know, like when you're swimming and you're scared of drowning, it's all in your head. If you're of scared of something, yeah. you're going to get hurt. If you're scared to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. You know what I mean? So, so do you consider yourself strong in terms of sports psychology? Like morale? Um, there's always a personal question that I've always wanted to ask you the last couple of years. Yeah. You haven't fought in a serious, in a serious fight yet, right? I've done one. But but it was boxing? Yeah. I'm saying, of course, the competitions. Of course, it's all serious to me because it's no, of course, of it's course, something yeah, no, that I miss uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, It's all something that all these little amateur stuff is what it's. It's your CV. Everything you do in the amateur circuit, whether it's digital competitions, Muay Thai fights, kickboxing fights, boxing or MMA fights, it's your CV that professional companies, the regional companies, okay. and the worldwide For companies sure. see, right? Of course. Yeah. So. Am I mentally there? Is that your question? Like, in terms of sports psychology, are you strong? And there's one question that I've always wanted to ask you. What if you go into a, like a fight like that and you get knocked out early? I know it's, it's on a personal... Yeah, how will that affect you? How will you? that affect you? Are you the type of guy to get back up right after that? Leaving behind? Because I know personally me, something happened like that in football, first game of the season, this time I get knocked out, a concussion. I'd be crushed for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. My morale would shoot down. Would you, are you the type of guy to step back up and be the same and train the same way? I've never been knocked out. But I've been dropped. By dropped, I mean I got punched and I fell. I've been finished with body shots, 
Um, it happens. It happened a few times. I'm still training. I've never been knocked out cold, so I can't answer that question correctly. My I'm seeing my head, morale more. It's my head more is telling me yes, but I don't know because I never lived it yet. Okay. I hope. I am hoping that it will never happen. No, of course. But if it does, it's part of the sport. But we're working a lot on defense. We're working a lot for that not to happen. So because the most the most important exactly. thing there is if you if you ever do get knocked is uh, how you how you react exactly. after that. You know, it's, it's how you some it's people how you come back. are never gonna fight again in their lives. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like it, it's happened. It's happened to some people. They lost and they retired right away. They couldn't take it yeah. anymore. The pressure they had, they especially had if you're a favorite, peak, exactly. especially if you're a favorite in a fight, you know. They had you their know? high peak and they lost and they just went yeah. to the bottom. Of course, like I know these everyone, big fighters. Yeah, everyone loves you till you lose, right? So, yeah, and the professional course. circuit, take for sure. example the UFC. If you lose your fight one day, everyone's gonna love you until you lose. Until you lose. Until you lose, then you're gonna see who's really there for you. And so far, I could say that whoever's with me is still with me. Like you guys, um, you guys are still here. Oh, of course. And yeah. everyone else, uh, the team my here, family, yeah. of course, is yeah. very supportive. Uh, even the team here, you know. The, the team here is, is even more than supportive. We, it's your second family. Exactly. We, we, we group and we find a different solution. We find solutions to... Uh, any type of loss, any type of let's see. Even if we win, we find a solution to what we did. How to wrong. get better, yeah. How to get better. Always how exactly. to get better, you know. Exactly. So to come back to your question, my body's telling me yes, I will get back up, but I can't really answer that question because yeah, it never happened to me, right? So, of course. of course. But yeah, so you know yourself. Exactly. I know myself. I think I'd get back up. Yeah. I'd get. Back I think up. so too. Speaking of family, before, how do you think your 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 family, your personal family, your parents, let's say, your brother? What's their opinion on you doing this? Yeah, thing? what are they saying? <laughs> What's like? Obviously, your mom is uh, is probably a bit. Uh, I don't know. You you explain it to us. Yeah. So my my mom, Gigi, <laughs> my Shut number up, one Gigi. fan. <laughs> um, honestly, I I can't ask anything more from her. She's a mom. She's in the medical field, so she she likes it, but she doesn't really like it at the same time. Of course. When she's I was in my competitions, she I remember her telling me I I, I started tearing up. Of how happy I saw you. Yeah. So that actually warmed my heart to see them. That's like crazy. just to have my family there. Of course. Of course, it 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 did something to me. It warmed my heart. For sure. And just to have uh, your family there, and then now in March you're gonna have your friends there. Exactly. So it was, uh, yeah, I was in, like, in Quebec City. So just to know that I have people behind me. My mom, my dad, my brother, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's parents were there as well. My brother's girlfriend was there as well and her family. Of course. So I have such a supportive background. It's warming, me. you know. It's a, it, oh, for sure. It boosts you, yeah. I find. So um, coming back to if my mom likes it, <laughs> she likes it, but she's she always has the smarter opinion on it. Like the more sophisticated answer to about injuries, let's say. If I get knocked out or a big concussion, it could end it right there. Um course not something that she's gonna like to hear sorry mom <laughs> but um, it's it's in the sport it happens it's part of the sport yeah it's part of the sport exactly yeah my hands are up 
my guard is up. I'm I'm not scared of it. I'm not scared of it. Because the less I think about it, the less I know what's going to happen. So of course, you can't think of it. Can't don't worry about, about it. I'm, I'm not... Uh, it's, uh, it's not something that... Uh, of course, I worry about it, but it's not something that that's going to happen. Hopefully. But she... She's always she's always told me that I'll let you do whatever you want, whatever, whatever. If I want to be in, for example, a professional fighter, but she knows I want to be a professional fighter. It's my dream. She told me I want a diploma. Okay. Do whatever you want. I'm not asking you to go to university, become a doctor or a, a <laughs> lawyer or a judge or anything. Get a backup she plan. wants me to a, be a plan happy. B exactly. A she a, wants a, me a backup plan. Yeah. She wants me to be happy. She yeah. wants me to wake up. And to have opportunity. And my father, my brother, my whole family always, they all have the same answer as well. They're all in that, in that mindset that you always have to have something. And, I, and that's what I'm doing. I'm respecting. And also for me too, I have that same thing. I find that school comes first. Of course, having an education nowadays is the most important thing ever. Yeah. You have to have an education so, uh, to go anywhere. For sure. So, uh, yeah. Um, they're, they're very supportive. Oh, it's good. They're very supportive, very supportive. And we have a plan together, family-wise, and we have, uh, so far, we're on the good track. That's good. I like to hear we're on the good track. You were talking about the goals before, you know. Um, so what's what's the main goal now? The main goal right the now? The main goal, if you had a, your dream, right? What's your, what's your dream? So uh, right now, I have a little plan in my head that I talked uh, with uh, one of my coaches in vain. And uh, that's something that we kept personal. And we're talking about it and everything. It's just a little idea. We're just talking about it fast, fast. As a joke sometimes. Yeah. yeah. About the Olympics, the Olympic Games. Uh, maybe Paris, the next uh, Summer Olympics. Is it something that interests me? At the beginning, I didn't want to know nothing about going to the Olympics. Okay. My head, oh, I'm going straight professional and that's it. But well, what's better I, marketing than the Olympics? Exactly. I talked to my mom about it too. My mom was like, "C'est les Jeux Olympiques." Exactly. Like, it's the Olympics. Yeah. It's the Olympic <laughs> Games. It's of course it's something that interests me, but am I gonna go for it? I hope so. You'll see then. We'll see then. It's it's, uh, it's we're in twenty twenty two now. It's in two years. We have a long process to do. With COVID, it didn't help. Of course, no. uh, it uh, brought the process down. Sure. But as as I said before, I had more time to train, more time to prepare, and uh, so my, this... but my main goal right now is to win fights. Gain, get, gain that experience. Gain, yeah. gain ring experience. Yeah. Gain ring experience. Get the most amount of fights possible I could get without putting my body in danger and uh, doing anything dangerous. In fact, that, uh, I could injure myself and end it right sure. there. Of course. But the main goal is, the realistic goal is to make it professional. The dream goal is to become world champion. Whether it's in the UFC whether it's in uh, one championships in Asia, Bellator, PFL. Nice. I'm going to go to the place where they treat me the best. 
Of course. Because yeah. we can't forget fighting is a business. Yeah. The UFC is a business. It's a company. The UFC is a company. And I'm going to go where they treat me right. I'm not fighting. I'm not putting myself in danger. I'm not fighting for money. But at the same time, it's it's a job. Oh, of course. It it's has to job. pay the bills, so you know. Uh, it's It has to pay the bills. If you drop everything else and fight, so I think it's something worth If, if I'm going to have that opportunity, because it's going to happen, hopefully. If I make it professional, it's going to happen. That you're going to get a contract from the UFC, let's say. You're in the regional circuit. You have, let's say, nine fights in the regional circuit. You become champion. In that, uh, and, and you defend your belt three, four times. So you're, you have a good record, a few fights in the regional circuit. Boom, you get the call from Dana White or Sean Shelby or anyone like that. And how about you would, how would you like to fight in the UFC? But then I get a call from PFL, LFA, or the, the bigger, right under the UFC, I should say, right under UFC, Bellator in one. Where am I going to go? I'm personally, I'm going to go to LFA and PFL. Why? Because I'm not going to... A lot of people get the call from the UFC and they're like, boom, right there, I'm going there. What happens? They get completely destroyed. Because they're not Why? experienced enough. Exactly. Okay. Nine, nine professional fights, let's say... No, not even nine. Nine, you're not even getting a call from Dana White. <laughs> um, let's say 15 professional fights. I don't know, something like that. You you haven't gained enough experience, in my opinion, unless you've done, let's say, professional boxing. You went to the Olympics. Yeah. You have, let's say, 10, 15 fights in boxing. Then, of course, go for it. But if if you're if you have only, let's say, 10 to 15 fights in MMA professionally, and you want to go straight to the UFC, in my opinion, gain your experience. Win, lose, if ever you lose. Win, lose, get that experience in the bigger circuits than the regional ones, and then make that jump to UFC. Okay. Huh. Awesome. Then make the jump. So personally, I would go to a company like LFA, where that they produce a lot of UFC fighters, a lot of UFC champions on top of it. LFA is a league underneath. Yeah, uh... it's it's not really underneath. It's still a professional league. It's okay. professional MMA. But it's less recognized. Like the UFC or okay. uh, a multi-millionaire company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like one FC have Demetrius Johnson and everything like that. It's, yeah, of course. It's the up-and-comings. It's the up-and-comers okay, basically. Okay, yeah. Where when they're done with LFA and they're done with those those uh, organizations, they, they make the jump. I find that making the jump is towards, let's say, prime of career. Prime of career. The prime jump, the jump to, to UFC. Exactly, okay. prime to end. Like Michael Chandler. Take example okay. of Michael Chandler. The guy got his experience in Bellator. He won, he lost. He won the belt, he lost the belt. He won the belt back again. Went to the UFC. I think his second fight, he got a title shot. He, sh he showed that he could compete. Okay, yeah. For sure. And he's still young. He's 30-something years old. And he has that ton of experience. Charles Oliveira, the lightweight champion, has been yeah. in the UFC for, I don't know, like 15 years, something like that. He just touched the gold. He touched, he just touched gold. He kept losing and winning and losing and winning. Brandon Moreno, flyweight champion, yeah. got cut yeah. from the UFC. If I'm not mistaken, he went to LFA, got his experience and now he, he was the flyweight champion. He was, yeah. 
And in my opinion, Brandon Moreno will get that belt again. He Well, I think he won that fight, but that's beyond the That's that's the judges. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna comment on that fight, but I feel that he will touch gold again. And it's smart what he did. Went down, didn't give up. He got cut from the big organization, didn't give up, and now he's back. So yeah. Sure. I've been hearing a hot topic of the conversation has been how these boxers, these athletes, these MMA fighters especially, are underpaid in their early career. So they're playing on pay-per-view, even though they're not no main fights, no main this, they're putting their lives and their bodies at danger, at risk, and they're getting nothing. I, yeah, we, we always hear that, uh, the U especially the UFC, probably because it's the biggest, right? There's always going to be that criticism, that the, the, the regular, the fighters, you know, on fight night, or even the fighters uh, on, a, on, a, on a fight... On a, on a main event, on a main fight, you know, that uh, they're very underpaid compared to the, the, the revenue that's coming in. You, you know? think that's the whole process of my opinion, becoming a... Listen, in my opinion, do fighters need to get paid more? Yes, but there's always a but. There's always a but. Of course. Take, for example, football. Do you think that a rookie should get paid the million-dollar contract right away? Take, for example, Trevor Lawrence. Would you make Trevor Lawrence, would you give Trevor Lawrence, uh, I don't know, a $15 million contract on the table after his second season? With the Jaguars, that's it. Like it depends. It depends. There's always a but, like you said. In my opinion, you sell your fights. Your fights are your resume. Oh, you're right, yeah. If, if you're going to stand there and, excuse me, but point whore, sorry for my language, the whole fight, you're, just, you're not going to try to get the finish. I'm sorry, but it is an entertainment business as well. Yeah. So you have that factor as well, too. For sure. You, your money what? is your reward for how you fight. I'm saying while like on the come up. Exactly. On the come up. On the come, on up, the come up. You're not going to get paid the... It's like a normal job. You start at, like what, like $30 an hour if you're lucky, and then you go up, right? At one point yeah, you but reach the difference max. is you could seriously get hurt. You're not working at an office. Yeah, I but, know. That's, but that's the, the risk that these that's fighters... The, exactly. The, the, they're know, they're, they know that they're taking that risk, you know? Yeah, sure. Exactly. So, sure. uh, they sign the contract. Even though, even though we see that the fighters are underpaid, you know, there's still fighters that are signing with the UFC. So the media can say whatever they want, but the UFC is still making money and the fighters are still fight, uh, fighting for the UFC. Exactly. And the moment you touch gold, the moment you get that name, the moment they start saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch this guy fight. Oh, he's fighting again. Let's watch his fight again. The more views you see, the more the paparazzi, if I could say. Yeah. The more, let's say, especially with social media nowadays, you're always stuck to it. So the more you pop up, the more they're going to pay you. Right, because you're you're a big name. Take for example Conor McGregor. Yeah, of course. No. Conor McGregor's first fight in the UFC was in Sweden or something like that. And he fought uh, Marcus Brimage. I think that's his name. But <laughs> but right away off the bat, he made a scene. He made a scene off the bat. He yeah. knocked him out. He he dominated, finished him. So right away there, he took the mic after said the anything he says. Yeah. And. And he grew the sports from there exactly. and he got he rewarded sold, for he it. He sold tickets. Yeah. He sold tickets. It's like in hockey, Connor McDavid. The guy sells tickets. Yeah. So the guy gets paid more. Why? Because he sells tickets. So you disagree with the fact that these athletes are complaining that they're underpaid this time? Yes and no. Yes okay. and no. Okay. Yes and no.
It depends. If, you if you're going to sit there, take for example, I'll give a, a perfect example. John Jones. Yeah. Okay. John Bones. The guy has done multiple, multiple, multiple stuff that one are illegal, two that his credibility is completely gone. Uh, illegal, you mean by, like substance use? Yeah, and by stuff failed like that? drug tests, PDs, uh, PDs anything, uh, yeah. cocaine too. Like I hit a pregnant woman and ran. Like <laughs> it's it's stuff like that, and now he's that ruined your career. That ruined your name, your, name, your brand, I'm, I'm, your image. I'm not trying to shit talk, but and now he wants to get paid more. But you brought all that. You did all that to ruin you your did all brand. That. You brought all those problems that and now. You're representing at the end of the day. You're representing exactly. the UFC. And don't get me wrong. You're an employee don't get for me the wrong. UFC. John Jones is retardedly amazing. Yeah. He is, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all time. But I'm sorry, but if a person who cheats like that and does stuff like that and then wants to get paid more, you have to prove yourself a lot before someone can pay you more. Yeah, but right now it. he's on the rise up. He's going to heavyweight division. Um, let's see what he does. If Dana's gonna pay him more, I don't know. That's not in my discretion. But the fighter pay is a big topic of conversation that we can't really know about because we're not in those contracts. No, we so, don't know what the contracts are about. Yeah, no, we, we don't know exactly. We don't know the cost is about. But another thing that I, of course, is it's cool, but it sucks at the same time is the UFC sponsor with Venom, let's say, that they only have the Venom sponsorship. So that, of course, cuts the pay a lot because yeah. you don't have your own sponsors. I find it's cool to have your own sponsors because you, yes. you bring your package with you. Like, for example, if I were to put the serious business on my shorts, let's say, um, I would bring you guys with me in that octagon. I'd be representing you guys as well. If I have, I don't know, Old Spice on my shorts, or uh, anything, Apple on my shorts. Man, yeah. explaining that I'm athletes can't have their own sponsors in the UFC. Not they're, in only, UFC no. they're only sponsored by the, 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 the club, the organization. Sponsors. I think so. If I'm not mistaken, yes. On their shorts, they're shorts, not allowed. The, they're, they're only allowed what the UFC uh, allows. So it's, on fight it's night, like a uniform. On yeah. fight night, they can't have no sponsors on them. No, not their they name. have the UFC attire. Can they have yeah. publicity on the side? Can they do? Can they be part of commercials on the side? Yes, obviously they can. Yeah, I'm saying on the shorts, you know. But on, no, the shorts, on the shorts, when you're, you're fighting, it's, 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 UFC, uh, it's UFC uniform. Here. If you go to one championships, you'll see they have a bunch of a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, Bellator, same thing. Have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. On their shorts, it's their sponsors. I just thought of it. I've never seen a UFC fighter on a TV commercial. Only McGregor, and he was for uh, he was uh, publicizing his, his well, look, alcohol. McGregor, yeah, he has his own alcohol. So I, I think you can I think you can do certain advertisements outside <laughs> uh, outside of the ring. I'm just saying, even like the big, bigger but, uh, names. There's obviously stuff in the contract that you have to follow. You know, we don't. I don't know. Yeah, like, exactly. Don't so know the, the topic, the topic of fighter pay, is something we can't really talk about. We can hypothesize no. about it, and hypothesize about it. Yeah. But we can't really, we can't really, can't really talk about it. Talk about and one guy that that really brings it up, you know, every every week is uh, is Jake Paul. You know, <laughs> we were gonna have to discuss this guy at one point during. <laughs> you think he's during a clown? This. You think this guy could actually? You think he's a clown or he's serious? <laughs> Who is Jake Paul? What is Jake Paul? Jake is he Paul, living up to his name? I think he'd survive uh, in the octagon. He's surviving the octagon. Jake Paul is a YouTuber. Uh, 
who has a brother named Logan Paul. Um, uh, <laughs> he's a YouTuber. Don't get me wrong, the guy. You can't hate the guy. He's done okay so far. You can't hate the guy. Why? Because it takes a lot of balls to step into a, a box. Oh, of course, yeah. It takes a lot of balls to call out names like Canelo Alvarez. Bro, man, to Mayweather. call out names like Mayweather. Look, look. To call out he's names calling, like McGregor. Is he everything. calling out those names because he actually thinks he's going to win it? Or is he calling out those names in order for his name to... But just to say that name. Just to say the name. But I can go Canelo. tomorrow and say, I want to fight Conor McGregor, you know? <laughs> yeah, but to say it Am on I actually going to sign TV, a contract with Conor McGregor, you know? To say it on national TV like, is a different story. But also another thing, Jake Paul, the guy, do I like him? No. Never did. Even I want to see him kid. get knocked out. Even I when I was a kid, out. when I used to watch YouTube, I would not watch him. I would watch like KSI and all and that. Yeah, I, yeah could, of course. Like, I'd watch the side, but anyway, I still do. But... <laughs> Talking about Jake Paul, this You're never guy, a real big fan of him. That's what you're never, saying. Never, but I, I don't hate the guy. I don't like the guy. I just, meh. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying, you know, his fights, he hasn't fought uh, real boxers. He's fought UFC. He's fought uh, retired UFC fighters. Is they, that, are, yes. um, they have, but they are still professional fighters. They're still professional, yeah, of course. And when did this guy start? A year, two years ago? Two years ago? Don't get me wrong. Two, three. So, uh, I, I envy Jake two Paul. Two years ago, yeah. Don't get me so. wrong. I envy him. I actually respect because he actually puts in the work. He, well, puts he puts in the work, does. but that's what he his job is, right? That's what it's his job is to train for the fight. He's doing that. That's what his job is, you know. He, he all his dedication, his motivation is on that. He's doing this every single day of his life. Yeah, exactly. So two years of doing that is obviously gonna get you a lot more experience than exactly. if you're doing this on the side as a exactly. side thing. You know? And being a loudmouth and calling out these big names helps your image oh, of course and it helps your pockets He's, even yeah. if you're not finding them you're not making that just the advertisement just, the hype yeah, around this yeah, yeah, is attracting media is attracting this stuff yeah, it's bringing you money Jake Paul's name you know <laughs> a lot of my dad had no idea who Jake Paul was now yeah. he knows yeah, he sees him on, on social media saying stupidities but stupidities that at the end of the day are a, a great marketing opportunity for him it's, yeah. an, it, it's entertainment man it's entertainment oh, that's what it is it's entertainment it's entertainment to that Anything that hops on TV these days is entertainment. Anything. So, what what he does is entertainment. Even serious business podcasts, but at the end of the day, it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, but I think, uh, is there anything else you guys want to add? Coming back, I'll, I'll hop on the topic of fighting again, uh, not entertainment. You know, there's some guys that like the dog fights. You know, like they they go in there to beat the shit out of each other. I love like the dog he, fights. Exactly. Tom knows that YouTube channel. Yeah, you know, the street beef. Tom, you know that YouTube channel. Street beef. Oh my god. That's the funniest <laughs> shit to watch, bro. I love watching that. Going back to what you asked me before, talking about myself, about fighting and everything. What type of fighter I am? I like, I like it. I like punching and receiving them. Aggressiveness. I know. like the aggressive, the yeah. adrenaline is just, it's, it's. So you're not, conser you're not a conservative. Are you a conservative boxer or? I could say yes, but if ever I have an opening to be the aggressor, you I'll do. take it. You'll take the opportunity. I'll right away. take it like this. <laughs> but it's also IQ. It's all about game. experience as well. Yep. Um, if ever you see the person is hurt, you throw a left hand, let's say. For me, it's a left hand because I'm a lefty. But you throw that straight and you see it hurt the person. You, you don't stop there. 
you become a different you, you you become a different breed because you see the person's hurt and you just flip the switch on you, your head and just <laughs> you flip the switch but some people flip the switch and they don't do it intelligently they just go and they start and then and then like this they start just start swinging and what happens to them they get caught and they get dropped yeah it's one one hit at the end of the day it's one punch so exactly can, uh, so you have to think about it on the more strategic way you have to be the aggressor strategically you have to know what you're doing when you're when you see the person's hurt, you go for the finish strategically. So yeah, that's all I had to add on that. I forgot to say it before. I agree with that. That's all right. Uh, I think we had a pretty deep pretty conversation. conversation. Yeah. No, it was good. Honestly, don't we've know been much, talking... Uh, I don't know how much time it's been. That's I think we've been talking for 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. It was good. Yeah. You know, we went through quick, a lot you know? of things. Yeah. I learned, uh, I've always yeah. wanted to ask you these questions, you know? Yeah. Good, just, man, I'm, happy to I'm be interested. Here. You know, I'm interested in the sport. Of course, I'm happy to be here. And anytime you guys know me on the show, you guys know I'm more than happy to hop on. Of course. Talk, to, uh, talk to you guys about uh, stuff I love. Yeah, so, yeah. Of course. Thanks, man. Thank, thank you, you so for having much, me. Got you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, again, I want to say uh, thank you to everyone watching the podcast. Thank you to Pete and Tom, who are good friends of mine. Thank you for the gym for letting us record and it here I again. To thank you to uh, Shibatov. Yoni Boris, the Yoni owners, Boris, um, just to share with our family you know? who are part of my family as well. So I want to say thank you to everyone who uh, brought me up and support me, and also to these guys here who brought me on the podcast. So and we're uh, gonna support you when you fight more than ever. So uh, yeah, I'm grateful, grateful for this. Perfect. Thank you guys. Now wraps it up, okay, guys. Peace.